You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to another episode, friend. Today, we are chatting about a topic that we have never touched on this show before. Yes, we are over 200 episodes deep, and we are finally touching on a topic that you've asked us time and time again to talk about. The topic? Pinterest marketing. Yes. All right. Now, Pinterest is a marketing tool I think that a lot of entrepreneurs honestly underutilize or chalk up to just a simple, oh, I'll do that someday attitude. However, when done right, Pinterest can be an incredible way to get free leads to your business. So today we are chatting all about Pinterest and giving you tangible ways that you can uplevel your pinning game starting today. If you're like, yes, Pinterest marketing, awesome, but where do I even begin? Then this episode is for you. We are discussing five tips to start utilizing Pinterest in your business if you're just starting out with Pinterest marketing. So if you're needing some help on where to even start, don't move a muscle, five tips to start utilizing Pinterest marketing coming right up. Let's do this. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hello, friend. Welcome to this episode. This is going to be fun. I'm excited. Yes. This is a meaty episode. So if you are not the type of person who usually already has a pen and paper out, I would maybe suggest getting a pen and paper out or just preparing to re-listen to this a couple times, because we're really going over some not only foundational things that you should know when it comes to Pinterest, but some very tangible strategies as well. So it's going to be a good note-taking episode. (laughs) I would also recommend it. Even if you are utilizing Pinterest in your business, give this episode a listen. Like, Don't stop just because I think you will get a lot of gold um, in our tips and even the examples that we're sharing within them. So you might just get some marketing little nuggets here and there. (laughs) Yes. All right. So Pinterest... Let's let's chat about it. If you are not using it, you are missing out on an entirely new avenue of incredible marketing. So if you're not already super familiar with it, Pinterest is just an extremely valuable tool to get your brand and your business out there. It's a way to reach new audiences that you wouldn't normally reach through Instagram or Facebook. And it's a very direct way to reach people who are searching for a very specific thing as well. Yeah, so. totally. Totally. Well, it's why we we wanted to shed light on this platform. Just And I guess share a few reasons why you should be utilizing it now to exponentially grow your business and expand your audience. Just because it it is another free platform that the world, the internet gives us. And especially for certain industries, honestly, all industries, but we'll get into that. Um, I think it's just, a, it's a option that you're leaving on the table if you're not actually using it at all, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So before we really dive into, you know, all of the specifics of how to market on Pinterest, first steps, all of that, let's go over some like basic principles that you should keep in mind. Do you want to dive on in, Lindsay? Yeah, yeah. So the first principle to keep in mind before we dive in is Pinterest is one of the largest website traffic drivers in the world, right? Sure, it may not be as big as like the big dogs of Instagram or Facebook. However, there are more than 444 million active monthly users on the site, which means like that's a huge audience that 
you can potentially reach. Like that's wild. So it's the perfect opportunity to increase your brand awareness and allow you to reach a whole new audience that you wouldn't otherwise reach on Instagram or Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with that, you know, like I said a second ago, it's it's a way to be very targeted and very specific. You know, on (laughs) Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, you know, people are typically just scrolling and yes, they'll find people via hashtag searches or, you know, whatever, which is great. But on Pinterest, like think of your own user activity. When you go onto that app, you are searching for resources, for inspiration, for tools, you know, and it's typically very specific searches that can get you directly in the, you know, the community or the website or the resources that you're needing. So as a business owner, keeping that in mind is huge as well. Well, and if you're currently not marketing or using Pinterest in your business at all, I want you to ask yourself this. Is my ideal client on Pinterest? Like, are they showing up and using it at all? And if they are, am I showing up and serving content that they would be searching for on Pinterest? So I'm just going to like dump fire dump truck, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) a bunch of industries that like I know for a fact that their ideal client is on Pinterest. Like, photographers, wedding planners, florists, or like low-key the entire wedding planning industry because every single bride and their mother gets on Pinterest the second, maybe not their mother, but like they get on Pinterest (laughs) the second that they get engaged. Graphic designers or web designers. Like if you look on Pinterest, that's a huge place that people do like beautiful like boards for graphic design logo inspo, right? Or website inspo. Interior designers. How many times have you freaking gone to Pinterest and to like look at, uh, what's the called? What's what's the called? (laughs) What's Mm -hmm. that called? Uh, design inspo? Yeah, like design or decor? like room, room decor. Thank you. Thank You're you, welcome. Abby. Thank you. I got you. Uh, fashion bloggers, like putting outfits together, clothing or product shops. How many times have you seen like products going up on Pinterest when you're looking for something specific or even business coaching. There's marketing pins out there like galore or health and wellness coaches. How many times have you searched for a workout on Pinterest? So many times, hands are raised. Or like recipes. Oh, literally you could, we could go into the, I mean, there's like (laughs) authors, creative writers, copywriters, I like literally chefs, everyone, everyone. So that's just, okay, great. We've covered that. If you're not using Pinterest, you should. Okay, cool. Yes. Something else, this like another foundational piece that we really wanted to talk about is that Pinterest is, even though it's considered technically under social media, if you wanted to like go very specific and nitty gritty, in the heart of it though, it is not actually a social like platform. It is a search engine more than anything else. It's like a resource and a catalog of information and inspiration. So the biggest difference between, you know, Pinterest and other platforms is just that ability to have that powerful search engine. It's like Google, but with a lot of other resources. So I mean, um, think of it more like Google than Instagram is how I yeah. That. Yeah, because you don't go on Pinterest to connect with other people. You're you're searching for items or things or inspirations the same way that you would on Google. So with this in mind, your actual following on Pinterest is way less important than the amount of monthly viewership that you're getting. So the goal here is to get eyes on your pins, not necessarily getting people to follow you. So just keep that in mind even though, you know, you may Google Pinterest and see like, oh, it's a social media platform. Realistically, if you view it as a search engine, which it really is at the core of what it does, it's going to allow you to get your head out of like the whole follows, likes, you know, world Mm -hmm. and think more of like, how many eyes can I get on my stuff? Very similar to SEO, like he just said. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The last thing that we want to bring up 
kind of like leading off from from where what Evie just said with it being more of a similar platform to Google versus Instagram or any other social media platforms is it converts buyers or sorry wow no it converts brow- browsers <laughs> I almost said browsers okay <laughs> I need to calm down it converts browsers into buyers. So when your audience is like scrolling past your product, you want them to see it, want it and buy it all at once. And the beauty of Pinterest is the path to purchase is direct for your audience, especially when your website is directly linked on the pin itself. Like nowhere else, like like, take Instagram. When you go to Instagram, you're not there to shop or Mm -hmm. to look at something that that intrigues you to shop, right? I mean, it might lead you to shop, especially with like Instagram putting on like the shop feature. Mm -hmm. But when you're on Pinterest, you're actively usually looking for something that's a product Mm -hmm. almost always. Like you're looking for like a certain outfit. You're looking for a decor item. You're looking for like someone to hire for your wedding. Like it's, it's more shop friendly, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So now that we have discussed a few of those basic principles of why it's important to, you know, as a business owner, utilize Pinterest uh, in your marketing strategies, as well as a few things that you need to keep in mind when utilizing it for your marketing, let's dive in and let's talk about five tips that can help you get started right now, today, here and now on up-leveling your marketing game. Yes. All All right. We both go, all right, all right. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. (laughs) All right, let's dive in. Number one, connect your Pinterest to all of your accounts. So when your Pinterest is integrated and connected with all of your other social media platforms and website, it just makes it so much easier to pin directly from other places. So This should include your website, your Instagram, Facebook, Etsy, YouTube, anything else that you primarily use in your business. And if you haven't done this yet, it should be the first thing you do when you're really tackling Pinterest marketing. Along with that, in your Pinterest bio, state who you are, what you do, who you serve, and where you're based out of. And that's really relevant to your business. So Think of it kind of like your Instagram bio, if you're more comfortable and familiar with that platform. It's very precious real estate and you're really trying to instantly identify with your ideal client of who you are, who they are, and what you're bringing to the table. So make sure you're using that as well to its fullest potential. Mm, Yes. All right. Number two is pin multiple times for one piece of content. All right. So this is going to get a little nitty gritty. So we're going to break it down super simply, but Pinterest is a whole different ballgame than other social medias. I mean, we've said that Pinterest is more like Google. It's a search engine, like we said before. But that, like that's how people use it, which is why it's so important to start getting your content out there. And we recommend creating at least 10 to 20 pins per piece of content that you're producing. So a piece of content could mean like a blog post or a podcast episode if you have a podcast or a PDF freebie or anything like that that links back to your business directly or you know something that you're creating for your business. And I know that sounds kind of like a lot. You're like, uh, Lindsay, Evie, 10 to, I'm sorry, 10 to 20. Like that's, if you're equating it again to Instagram, which you shouldn't, but you're probably like, uh, that's like creating 10 to 20 reels or Instagram posts for like one blog post. And it's like, yes, but it is not that hard. Like, I don't want you to think that that's like freaky or overwhelming because it really isn't. And so let's break that down. Evie, do you want to break it down? Yeah, sure. So you can grab some simple Pinterest Canva templates from creative shops like Creative Market or anything like that, that you can easily just plug and play whenever you have a piece of content that you want to create a bunch of pins on. So for example, let's say that you are a wedding photographer based in Dallas, Texas, and you've just published a blog post titled the top 10 best wedding venues in Dallas, Texas. 
So take that blog post topic and title and using your Canva Pinterest templates, plug and play photos and different variations of that title to create pins that look entirely different from one another while still on brand for your business. So Mm -hmm. does that make sense? Did I break that down well? Yeah, no, I think so. And well, I would say also some ways to creatively plug and play like that title are to type your blog post into Google um, and get like synonyms for different words or different ways to say that title. Because mm-hmm. think about it, like some say, okay, what was the example you just said, Evie? Like the top 10 wedding, best wedding venues in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. If you type that phrase into Google or even Pinterest, you might get some different variations of how that title is set or what people type in to find that. So use different variations on your actual pin, like graphic. Even if the blog post is that title, you could still title the pin a little different variations. I mean, you're making 10 to 20 after all. Like, let's get creative here, (laughs) right? You have room. I think too, with this, something to keep in mind is you have room for a pin to not do very well at all. Like the reason you're creating multiple is to have the most opportunities and chances for that content to get in front of your ideal client. So if if a pin does quote unquote terribly, it's no big deal. Like brush it off and notice that you had 10 opportunities or 20 opportunities for that to get in front of a different variety of your ideal clients. And you might have five totally pop off and 15 that like didn't do so hot. But that's the reason that you're creating multiple is more chances and more opportunities. Well, and like Evie said, when you get like a Pinterest Canva template, and it doesn't have to be Canva, but Canva is really... It's like Photoshop for dummies. We've talked about it before on the show. It's really great. When you do that, it's really easy to plug and play. If you have templates, you can just plug in and play different photos and different title versions or just different designs that basically ultimately say the same thing. You could also do somewhere it's like the graphic or the pin is literally just a photo. Mm-hmm. And then also somewhere it's like a graphic that says top 10 wedding venues in Dallas, Texas. Also, that's an example. Like apply that to whatever industry or whatever blog that you're creating, or it doesn't have to be a blog. It could be literally anything else, but we're just using that as an example because different graphics might get the attention of of different people, right? Like a blue graphic versus like a white graphic. Like you just, you want to give them options, especially when you're creating content like that. We wanted to interrupt this episode real fast to chat about counseling. Now, counseling is so often stigmatized in a negative way, and it absolutely should not be. Because Evie and I so firmly support counseling in all stages of life, we were so excited when BetterHelp, an online counseling company, reached out to us to be a sponsor on the show. We were able to try it ourselves for a bit, and our experiences were incredible. I was even able to go on and fill out a full list of information about myself, my desires in a counselor, including religious beliefs, and more. I was matched with an amazing counselor who shares my worldview, and I absolutely loved the ability to put preferences like that down on the questionnaire. Something else we genuinely loved about BetterHelp is that they offer four ways to get licensed counseling. Video sessions, phone calls, live chat, and messaging. It's honestly incredible. If you've been contemplating counseling but are feeling lost on where to start, we definitely recommend BetterHelp. We both had great experiences with them and have so many friends also loving their services. So we have an affiliate link for you today for 10% off your first month. Just go to www.betterhelp.com forward slash heart and hustle. Hey, hey, if you are new here and haven't heard about our online resource shop, 
Ooh, listen up. The Heart Shop is a digital resource and template shop for creative entrepreneurs and photographers. There are so many goodies for creative entrepreneurs in the shop, like website templates, PDF guide templates, illustrations to enhance your brand, and lots more. But one thing in particular we made sure to add was contract templates. We've seen the horror stories. We've been in sticky situations ourselves when we first started our businesses. And honestly, we know the value that comes from having a rock solid contract in place in your business. Honestly, you just sleep better, you avoid sticky situations, and you present a professional experience to your clients. Contracts all around are lifelines when it comes to running a successful business. So true. So we partnered with Paige Griffith of The Legal Page to provide you with a curated list of her contract templates in our shop. Paige is one of the best in the biz when it comes to having foolproof contracts that cover everything you need within your photography business. You can snag her contracts in our shop, like the wedding photography contract, destination intimate wedding contract, cancellation or rescheduling bundle contract, session contract, second shooter contract, associate photographer contract, and honestly, so much more. (laughs) Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and use code HEARTU for 10% off when checking out with any of the contracts. That's theheartuniversity.com city.com forward slash shop and use code heart you for 10% off time to cover your butt and get your business legally legit. And just so you know, uh, we do have Pinterest Canva templates in the Heart University digital shop. So if you want some easy ones that are pre-made for you by an amazing graphic designer that we partnered with, then go to theheartuniversity.com and you can find them in our digital shop. We can also put them in the show notes. Oh yeah, that too. (laughs) Just heads up that we do have those. All right. So that's number two is, you know, creating and pinning multiple options for each piece of content and or each product that you are putting on to Pinterest. Mm -hmm. All right. Moving on to number three is to stay consistent through scheduling out your pins. Now, consistency on any marketing platform is honestly always recommended. And with Pinterest, if you're not consistently pinning, not only you know other people's pins, but also your own, your monthly viewership won't grow, which is, like we said before, kind of more the name of the game than your follower count. And consistency is a no-brainer, like I said, but it is the most important thing that you can do if you want to grow your audience and reach on Pinterest. If you aren't consistent, your pins will not get the traction you want. So what we recommend is make sure you're pinning at least three to five fresh pins every single day. Now, if that feels overwhelming, it might. That's okay. Start small at first and work your way up if that's too much. And what we actually recommend is batch creating to make it easier on yourself, like block out an afternoon to get a whole month's Pinterest up to date and schedule them out in advance. And so Evie and I and our team use a tool called Tailwind. You probably have heard of it if you're in the Pinterest world at all, but it's a way to schedule and automate not only your own pins, but also other people's pins. And it makes it a million times easier to actually spend like, you know, one afternoon sitting down and scheduling out your pins for the month. So then you don't have to constantly be doing it every single day and worrying about it. Because again, like you want to, be utilizing Pinterest in your brand and your business, but you don't want it to completely overrun your entire business. Like it's one avenue of it, right? Yeah. And I just want to highlight, you know, at the end of the day, yes, we're giving tons of principles and tools, but you can utilize all these principles and be manually doing it and sucking your life out of like just Pinterest and pinning every single day. So Tailwind is something to really take away. Um, That's an amazing tool and amazing software and amazing program to help schedule and just automate. Like it will save you hours of time. So make sure to go and look into Tailwind. It's just a great tool when you're utilizing Pinterest marketing. Mm -hmm. Now, moving on to number four. So link 
on Pinterest. Link, 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 link on Pinterest. The whole point of the software, the app, whatever, is to direct potential clients and customers to your website, to your Instagram, to your content, to your products, to your videos, whatever it may be, any, and we mean any pins that you are creating should always include a direct link to your products or your content. So to your website, to your blog, to your Instagram, to your podcast, or to an individual product. If you're sharing a photo or a styled flat lay or you know anything like that of your products, this is just super vital in order to actually increase your website traffic and turn those browsers into buyers. Like Think about it this way. If there is no place for your ideal client to go when they come across one of your pins, you've just lost a potential sale. The goal is to bring them into your corner of the internet to grab their attention and then turn them from you know, raving fans into paying clients to make them aware that you actually have something of value that you're offering them. Like mm-hmm. that's the bottom line is it's not just a pretty photo or a cool graphic. It's actually value that you are presenting to them that's solving whatever problem, issue, goal, dream, desire that they're having that they're currently scrolling Pinterest for and searching for. So just yeah. keep that in mind and make sure that you are linking strategically when pinning on Pinterest. All right. Number five, this one's a doozy. So buckle up, friends. (laughs) We're diving deep. (laughs) All right. The last one is to use keywords. Now you can do this in a ton of different ways on Pinterest, but the main ways are when creating and uploading your own pins, you need to pay attention to the titles, the descriptions, and your actual image file names, which you would obviously do, you know, before you upload it to Pinterest. Um, Now, strategically focusing on keywords here will be literally such a game changer, let me tell you. Like, Pinterest is the perfect place for taking advantage of SEO. Again, we said it before, we'll say it again. It is a search engine after all. It It is more like Google than YouTube or Instagram or anything else. Even though, like, those places do have SEO ability, kind of, with keywords. Uh, Pinterest is just like a keyword uh, machine. So just make sure that your keywords make sense with the content that you're actually sharing and in that specific pin. Like, don't make it spammy. Don't make it completely out of left field. You really want it to align with the actual pin. So we're going to kind of walk you through an example of this. So let's go back to the... um, what Evie just shared. What did you share? The example about the <laughs> Dallas wedding photographer um, who blogged like the top 10 wedding best venues, wedding best, but wow, no, best wedding venues in Dallas, Texas. And like, okay, say obviously the title of that pin should be the title of the blog post or some variation that basically says the same thing, right? So some examples could include, and this is like, say you're uploading a pin, right? This is, we're talking about the title, not the actual graphic itself, but the title that you would like type in to upload your own pin. If you're actual wedding or if your actual blog post was like top 10 wedding venues in in Dallas, Texas, then name your title like something like best wedding venues in Dallas, Texas, or the best Dallas, Texas wedding venues for engaged couples or boho outdoor Dallas wedding venues or insert whatever other description that, you know, matches most of the vibe of the venues in that blog post or Dallas and Fort Worth, Texas event venues. Like you get what I'm saying. And again, this is where you would go back to Google or Pinterest and start Googling your title to figure out like different variations of what you could say. Um, And so this kind of harkens back to, harkens back, like, what am I, the 18th century? Okay. (laughs) What I was saying was it harkens back to to when uh, Evie said to create 10 to 20 different pins for one piece of content. Um, And so this is like the title of all 10 to 20 that you're uploading. So that's why I was saying very, you know, very varying different 
wow, nope, the words are going downhill. Varying differentiations. Words are really freaking hard Your today. Your grammar's on fleek today. I also, know, but on fleek, that feels like a 2010 throwback. Anyways, it really is a little, I think it's a little dated. I think, I think it is. <laughs> I think you're showcasing your millennialism right there. What's like the Gen oh. Z words now? Like baddie? <laughs> like, oh. Okay, that doesn't, uh, whatever. Okay. Baddie? I haven't heard that one. I've heard. You haven't heard that one? No. Like she's uh, a baddie. Or, oh, or. Ba- I thought you <laughs> Thought you meant like a bat, B A T, batty. No, no, B A D D I E. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> okay, we're so off topic. We wow. Get okay, back. I'm getting, I'm getting back. Okay, we talked about the title, right? The keywords in the title. Well, now let's move on to the description. As you're uploading a pin, in the description of your pin, type something very short, like one to two sentences that introduce what your blog post is about using keywords that fit with your blog post topic. So an example, like our Dallas venue blog post could be something like, hey, these are the best Dallas wedding venues for engaged couples, whether you're looking for an elegant reception space or you know a dreamy outdoor reception site, we have you covered. Check out the top Dallas wedding venues on our blog, right? Like that's a short little like description that you could put in the, in the description area of Pinterest that showcases what your blog is about if they click that pin, but also it like has a lot of keywords in there that would be searchable if people were searching like Dallas wedding venues, engaged couples, uh, reception space, dreamy outdoor Dallas wedding venue. Like any of those could be pulled up from that description. Um, And then lastly, when you think about file names, again, we're going with the keywords, but name all of your pins that you're uploading, something that makes sense with your content. And that is something that someone would ideally be searching for when they're trying to find or when you're trying to get them to find your pin, right? So for this example, you can name your image something like top-dallas-texas-wedding-venues, right? Um, or even something specific, um, since you're, after all, you're you're uploading 10 to 20 different pins. So name a few of them, maybe the specific wedding venue. So say one of your wedding venues in that blog was the Dallas Arbor... Wow, what's the... How do you say this, Evie? Arboretum. Wow, okay. Unless thanks. I'm totally wrong and grew up pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> I was about to be like, Arboretum. Arbor, arbor, uh, arboretum. <laughs> arboretum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say Dallas dash arboretum dash wedding dash venue. You get the point that I'm trying to make. It doesn't have to, again, and this is, we're using the wedding venue as a very specific example, but again, you could apply this principle to literally anything that you're uploading onto yeah. Pinterest. Well, actually, so let me give you a prime example. We do pins for every podcast episode that we have. So for this yeah, podcast we episode, we're probably going to have a pin that's uh, Pinterest dash marketing dash beginning dash tips, uh, something along those lines. So it can apply to anything and everything that, you know, you are sharing and wanting to get out in the world. Just wanted to put that out there. Beautiful. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Let's recap really quick. So number one is to connect your Pinterest to all of your accounts. Make sure it's connected to all of your social medias and all of your website and everything like that. Number two is to pin multiple times for one piece of content. We typically recommend 10 to 20 pins per piece of content or product that you are trying to promote. Number three is to stay consistent through scheduling out your pins. And we highly recommend utilizing Tailwind to save you a ton of time and automate that process. Number four is to make sure you're linking everything that you're 
underpinning should be linked to some way for the person and the viewer to continue to buy in or in consume your content or anything like that. So make sure you're utilizing the links. And then number five is to use keywords. And we walked you through ways to utilize the keywords on the description, on the title, as well as naming your file name. So those are a few of the beginning overarching Pinterest tips that can really help you get started on marketing on that. Awesome. And if you want even more tangible tips, then we have actually a Pinterest freebie for you. It dives even deeper and breaks down a bunch of different reasons why Pinterest will change the game for your business and gives you tools on how to do it. So if you want that freebie, you can go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash Pinterest and that'll get in your inbox. It'll also be in the link in the show notes. So make sure to snag that freebie. It is 100% free and we just want to serve you with even more valuable information as well. And in the meantime, we love having you here on the podcast. So thanks for tuning in today and we'll see you on the next episode. Also, before we leave, tell Evie, <laughs> we need to know, is On Fleek still in like No, in it's style? not. I know it's not in style. Well, let's ask. Okay, I want to <laughs> ask. How, how much out of style is also a question that I want to know. Like, did I truly just... I really never liked it even my... when it was in style personally. <laughs> I didn't either, but I use it. It's kind of like chuggy now is like, like what I said was chuggy. I literally hate that. I just, I don't even know what that means, but I hate what that like word sounds sounds like. Like Like, it sounds like moist. Chuggy means like outdated, like not great, not hip, not cool. You know what, guys? (laughs) I have a middle part, so it's fine. Okay. Oh, you're better than me. All right. Love you. (laughs) See you on the next one. (laughs) 